Okay, so the, uh, the truth is, I wasn't sure we really finished Rishnon last time. We did Tefillah and Torah Rishnon. I wasn't sure I wanted to do another Torah. I really wasn't sure what to do. I had a few different, uh, few different ideas. Um, but I think that it's Kedai to do, and maybe those who are more learned in Brest of Torah have done this already before. Uh, I myself have done it, you know, as well before, but I think it's Kedai to Chazer. And the beauty of, the beauty of Lakut Imran is, like Rabbi Nachman said, Rabbi Nachman's mashal that he gave us, every time you walk into a, you walk into a palace and every room you walk into, you realize that there's another 10 doors that are opening up into that room. And you walk into another, it, you open one of those doors, there's another 10 doors. Every, rear, every step that you make in the Kudimran, every, every line that you go in the Kudimran, you realize that there's a world to uncover. And whatever you know, you realize, because whatever you know is not, you haven't scratched the surface of any knowledge. I sat for, I sat for a few months in uh, his shirim. He gives every, every week in, uh, in Breslau, the Mesharim, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Two o'clock in the afternoon, and and he would go mamish on a line or two lines for three hours. Really guzma mamish, and he could do this. He do this two three weeks in a row. We had, I remember we did we were doing one tire, we were doing tire kuf kufiyud bays. We're doing kufiyud bays maybe yeah kufiyud bays kufiyud alaf these tires over here, um, something like that mamish like there's a tire which is one one side of the page and we spent like four months in it mamish he and and he, again he's he's a bucking culture kula bucking. And all of Kabbalah and all of, you know, Mamash, Mamash everywhere. It's Mamash a real bucking called Terakula. You know, not, not the way people like to throw it out. Pshutek Mashmai is a bucking called Terakula. And he would obviously be Marchev Mamash like all over, but it's, it's like that in all of Kutimran. Any line that you see, any line that you know, you can do a Terry that you've done already again and again and again. Every time you do it, you uncover new things. So it's, uh, it's Kedai. We're going to do a Terry that is one of the more famous Terrors, but it's a Terry that it's Kedai Techaz over again. And it's a Terry which Abnassan himself writes. That the Rebbe told him that there's two main terrors that Yid needs to go with his whole life, one in each packet. One's a terror of Reish Pei Beis, a terror called Nakuda Teva, the terror of Zamra, the terror on which a person focuses on the Nakuda Tevis inside of himself, the Nakuda Tevis inside of other people, the concept of recognizing that when I'm done myself the Kafschos, I'm done others the Kafschos, it changes their Mahos, it changes their essence. Going from Chayv, Kaf Chayv to Kafschos, when I look at them that way, very, very important Torah, and again, a very crucial Torah to do, and it's which again these terms get thrown out a lot in the Torah about this, but it's it's to really not just to learn the Torah, but to live the Torah in a very real way. It takes a it takes a lifetime of work. That's one Torah of Nassim said that Nachman told him is the Ikat Torah. The other one is Torah Yud Beis in Tinyana, which is called Aye. Also a very crucial Torah to know, very very important to know. And these two Torahs, Reb Nassim has Lakut Alaches probably more more Torah and Lakut Alaches on these two Torahs than any other Torah in Lakut Imran. So he has, you know, Nassim has Lakut Alaches all over. But Tur Yud Beis in Tinyana, and Tur Reish Pei Beis in Chelak Aleph, those are Tur Nasan has a, a, a Hain Rav of, of Tur on. Beautiful, beautiful Allah. Maybe we'll see at some point, at least the outside part of it, in Helcha Shabbos, connecting these two Tur's, Aye and Nazamra. Beautiful Tur has to do with the, you know, the 2000 Amas of Tchum, Tchum Shabbos. Reb Nasan has a, has a Paladic away. Just talking in Eretz Yisrael, just by my Rebbe in Eretz Yisrael, he's not a, he's not a breast lover. And he, uh, he had a Kutu Allah on his table. I said, Arab, you to he said, the only chesidish sefer I'm learning right now is Kutel Lachas. He said, it's the only sefer that I have a regular sefer, regular kvies in, Kutel Lachas. He said, for our dar, our dar, the Iker sefer, the Iker sefer is the Kutel Lachas. It's, it's a sefer which is half of a fella. Every, every page that you learn, every, every line that you learn in the Kutel Lachas, it's, it's, it's much talking to every single one of us in Tafshin Pei in a very, very real way. Nassan has a way of, he starts writing and you could just see, it's like, it's, you just see his pen doesn't stop. He just puts his pen down on paper and it just goes and goes and goes and goes. That Allah and Helcha Shabbos of tying these two terrors together is beautiful, beautiful. Where Nassim writes, it's it's uh, something which which Eredor needs very very much. And 
Rabbi Shemaya told me this when I was in Eretz this past week. He said, you know, without Rav Nassan, he said he can't understand a word of Rav Nachman. He said, without Lakut Allah, he can't understand a word of Lakut Imran. So, Mitzvah Hashem, we'll, we'll, we'll have a chance to not just do the Torah, which the Torah itself will probably take us some time, but also to try to do some Lakut Allah on the Torah, and to try to understand the Torah from Rav Nassan's viewpoint of what the Torah was meant to do. Well, obviously, we'll try to understand that, but I want to, you know, we can either, we do the Torah going with Lakut Allah along, I want to try to do the Torah as a Torah, and then Mitzvah Hashem, We'll be marked once we finish the Torah, once we go through the Torah properly, we'll be marked by adding in a lot of Lakut Yalach, a lot of different pieces that Reb Nassan has to help us understand the Torah. So one of the other reasons why I wanted to do this Torah right now, it's there's a new, a new initiative that's come in Abreslov of recently, over the past uh, maybe three, four years, maybe a little bit more, called the Torah's Manas, where Reb Nachman writes, Nachman told the Chassidim that obviously it's important for a person to be learning Bikiyas, Sai in general in Bikiyas, but also Bikiyas and Svarim, to be able to have a real grasp of all the Svarim, just to be going through it. You know, even if you don't understand every word, but just be moving, constantly going through the Svarim. So Nachman said, or Nachman said that it's very important to have Bikiyas, but at the same time, you know, Nachman writes in Sikh Saran, Nachman writes that it's important, the same way you have a wealthy person, that a wealthy person, if you know, you schmooze with a wealthy person, they like, to, they like to boast about how many countries they've been in. Right? So they tell you, I was in Africa, and I was in Moldova, and I was in, uh, you know, Paris, and I was in... Cancun, I was in, they like to talk about all the places they've been to. Now, they never lived in any of those places, but they went on vacation in all those places. So they have some sort of, you know, some sort of familiar, familiar, familiarity, is the proper word, with, uh, with all those countries. Nachman writes in Sikha Sarani, Yid needs to be like that also with Torah. That Yid needs to say that, like, yeah, I've been through Chivas Yubikiv Eger, I've been through, you know, I've been through Chaim Aran, I've been through, you know, a little Chabad, I've been through Nasavacht Vaygos Farm, I've been through a little bit of Rav Dessler. Yid obviously has to have the place where he lives, that's his home, that's where he lives, but you also have to go on vacation, you have to travel. You have to be a traveler, and you have to be able to say, even if I haven't got everything, but I've gone through some Chivas Farm, I've gone through the concept of Allah, Gemara, Mishnai, Kabbalah, Yushalmi, Sifra, Sifri, Medrash. person has to travel, person has to be traveling, so that's one Indian, Pasha to just. To go on vacation, to go, you know, to see around, to be able to go through all the Torah, the Maran, all the Torah in Rav Nachman, all the Torah, you know, it's on the shelf as much as possible to be able to have at least to be key as going through things. Rav Nachman also said that it's important to take the Torahs and to go through them for a few months at a time. He said a few months, take a Torah, it doesn't have to be a long Torah, short Torah, it doesn't make a difference, and go through it, mamash, to live with the Torah. Like we mentioned, we mentioned we were talking about Lakutet Tefillah. So Nachman didn't write this as, as a safer to write nice pirushim. It was Rav Nachman's avoid, it was not to make things which are nice and beautiful. Rav Nachman said the Iker Avoida that he wants to do is to be Mamshech Ta'olam Lidei Maisa, to bring everything Lidei Pula, all the Torah. The reason why Rav Nachman told Rav Nassim to write a sefer called the Kutei Eitzis is because Rav Nachman, Nachman felt that people were getting lost in the beautiful Torah that he had, but they were forgetting about the practical Eitzis that he was giving. He said, I'm here to push it to, be, to bring people Lidei Maisa. That was his Iker Avoida. He said, my Iker Avoida is to get people to do, to do, to do, to do, to be involved in Asiyah, involved in doing, davening, learning, Ma'isin, that's what Nachman wanted to do. And therefore, Nachman said, take a Torah and live with the Torah. When a person spends a few months learning a Torah, that becomes like everything you see. You open up a Gemara, and you just see the Gemara through that lens of that Torah. And you have a conversation, and everything, every conversation you're having is through the lens of that Torah. Suddenly, uh, you know, anyone who's done this for real, whether it's a Sugyan Alacha, or, you know, or, sig- or Sugyal and Kutimran, if you, if you, if you mamash orangutan in a Sugya, that everything you see mamash like fits within that lens. If a guy who's like deep in a Sugya in Bavakama and, and, and every conversation he's having, he's throwing in like the, you know, the Dinam and the Gemara and, and the concept in the Gemara and every vark that he sees in Chumash is connected somehow to the Indian of Bavakama. When he is living mamash teeth in a Sugya, then everything connects to it. And Nachman said it's crucial that a person takes, look at Imran, takes a turn. Sorry, and mamash, and mamash sits with the Torah. Mamash sits and spends a few months in it. So there was a new, 
there was a new uh, there's a new initiative. I don't know exactly where it started from. It started a few years ago. I started seeing signs around the, you know about a new man. They have a Torah's manas. They have one Torah, which all you know all the breasts of us are learning at the same time. Spend a few months in the Torah. There used to be a kail over here. Kail happens over here. Happens in different places, but it's just this general concept of a Torah's manas. And the Torah's manas that they happen to be learning right now, they just learned Torah's Bebez. and now they happen to be learning Torah Yud Bez and Timyana, which is a Torah Aye, the one that we're going to do. So I felt that it was kadai. To try to be makasha ourselves to the other chassidim in Breslov, to those the other ones that are learning the Kutimran, to try to be on the same page literally with everybody else, and to try to uh, try to also spend a few months on this Torah, which is not a very very long Torah, you know, relatively speaking, it's, uh, it's you know of a shorter of the shorter Torahs, but uh, but it's kedai to see. I just I just want to read his Akdama, read in Chaim Aran what the source for this Torah is, because it'll be important for us to know Chaim Aran and Rav Nachman. You know, Rasen goes through Chaim Aran is the Sefer, which is the diary of Rav Nachman's life itself is fascinating that we have something like that. You come out and find, you know, by any of the other chassidim that you have mamish day-to-day accounts of everything they were involved in. Every time Rav got sick, went to the doctor, every time he traveled, every time he went somewhere, every time the chassidim came, what the conversations were, it's all written down. Sikh Saran is conversations that took place. Chaim Aran is part of the diary of Nachman's life. Nassim himself wrote a diary called the Meymar Nat, which is the, the, the days of Nassim, his own life. And it's, it's, it's phenomenal to be able to have a glimpse into the Sadiqim's life to be able to see it. But what does at the beginning of Chaim Aran, he gives the background, the context to every Torah that was said. A lot of the Torahs were said because of something that was taking place at that time, something that was taking place within the context, and therefore he gives us context when it was said, where it was said, what was going on, and what was the catalyst, so to speak, for Rav Nachman to say the Torah. Nachman would, you know, ask a lot of times, he would call the Chassidim in, ask them, what, what, you know, what, what's the news, what's taking place in the Velt, and then they would tell him, you know, what the different various news news pieces were. And then he would say Torah based on whatever was taking place. And you see this throughout the Kutimran. When you go through the Torahs, when you go through it with the Chaim Ran, you'll be able to see that a lot of the Torahs were based on a specific incident that was taking place. And obviously they're bigger and broader, way beyond that topic and way beyond whatever's taking place. And they're relevant to us also. But a lot of them have a context of where it was said. So this, this is... This is the way Rabbi uh, Nassim explains Torah Yud Beis and Tinyana what it was said. He says like this: Kaidim Shamar Rabbeinu Zal a Torah and Tfesis Blakutim Ran Tinyana B'Semal Lamad Beis. Now it is interesting. I'm sorry, not Lamad Beis. I'm looking at the wrong one. A Torah Ayim Akayim Kavod Blakutim Ran Tinyana Semin Yud Beis Hamaschelas Kesha Adam Halach Acher Sichla B'Chachmasai. Yeah, the Torah he says in Tinyana Yud Beis, which begins the way this Torah begins, is that when a person goes after his own Seichel and Chachma Yachal Lipo B'Tu Usam Umachshaylam Rabim. A person can fall, and we'll see that this is really the, the, the beginning of the Torah, that when a person relies on his own seichel, on his own ideas of what he thinks, you know, the Rabban Hashem wants, as opposed to following the Rabban Hashem's and clearly following what Hashem wants, a person can fall to terrible, terrible mistakes. That's, what, that's the way the Torah begins. I had a conversation with somebody this past week about somebody who, you know, felt that it was very, it's a very spiritual person, and he felt it's very spiritually elevating and uplifting when he goes to a certain Gaish concert. So he felt that him, it was very, you know, it, was, it, was, it made him feel closer to Hashem. So again, that's what Nachman's talking about. The fact that when a person says, I can rely on my own seichel and own chachma to decide what's going to make me spiritual, what's going to make me close to Hashem, a person can fall to terrible, terrible mistakes. And he goes into, he talks about it again. It doesn't say the first in the Torah, but according to many, he's talking about Shabzai Tzvi. He's talking about the Frankists, you know, the Frankists, which were a hemshech for Shabzai Tzvi a generation later. He talks about the, you know, people that mamish because of their own seichel and their own chachma fell into terrible, terrible mistakes. But Nassim says, the makar, the catalyst for this whole Torah came from the following thing. 
Nachman is talking to Rav about the terrible mistakes that people make. That a person says his own seichel, his own chachma, and takes that and then runs with it and ends up making terrible mistakes. And really, this is the makar for all averis. The first makar for all averis. I'm just I'm reading from Chaim before we get to the third. The makar for all averis begins with the nachash. The nachash shekadmani came to Adman Chava and said, "The Rabbanim told you." Don't eat from the Eitzadas Tevara. Zok Tenachash Hakadmoni. If you eat from it, Vayisim Kalekim, you're going to be more spiritual by eating from the Eitzadas Tevara. And that was obviously a lack of what Reb Nachman is going to be talking about in this Torah, which is to me with some shitas. told you, don't eat from the Eitzadas Tevara. Ah, you think that if you eat from the Eitzadas, you're going to be more spiritual? The, the goal is not to be spiritual. The goal is to be Davak Tashem. The only way to be Davak Tashem is to follow what Hashem wants you to do. So the goal is not for you to try to decide on your own with your own Seichel and Chachma what you think is going to make you more godly. The goal is to follow the Rabban Hashem's directions and what's going to make you more godly. And Mameli says he was from Medaber Imi. Nachman was talking to Rabban This wasn't a Torah that was said at one of the, you know, the, one of the three times of the year that the Chassidim used to come. They were having a Seichel. He was talking to him. Visker Oz as Baal Machaber Sefer. And he writes Vichulu, he doesn't write the name of the Sefer. He made a terrible mistake based on his Chachma. Sha'amar, he said, and this is, we'll see in a second, we'll see in a second, he brings down who this, uh, who this Sefer is. But he says in a second, The story that caused this Torah to be said is that there was a Sefer that was written, it's the Ramah Mepano, it says Sarma Marm in the Ramah Mepano, you can see it in the Sefer itself. The Ramah Mepano writes that the, the Kedusha of a beard is so holy that Chutz Aretz doesn't have the ability to be saved with the Kedusha of a beard. I mean, a person in Chutz Aretz doesn't have to have a beard. And that's the Sefer, the sefer from Ramah Mepano. Avada the Ramah Mepano didn't mean that you're allowed to shave your beard in the way that's Asa Pe'alacha. All he meant is that in America, people don't need to have beards because a beard is something which is, you know, a person understands the concept of beards and the 13 points of the face of Rachemim and Yudagam Lamid Sarachem they have in the face. Something which is too elevated. It's not, it's not meant for Yudin and Chutz Aretz. Since he started, he began in a way which he may have had good intentions and he may have not meant anything which is wrong and anyone should do anything wrong, but he's mechazik over a verma galchim zakainab medinas ashkenaz. What's medinas ashkenaz? It's the Germans, right? So about the Germans, the Daskala, the Daskala, one of the things they began with shaving their beards. It was one of the first things that Daskala did is that they they changed the way that they dressed instead of dressing like they did, instead of looking like they did, they shaved their beards. Zaktiv Nasan, where this toys stam from? Stam from the Ramami Pano Sefer. That even though, again, the Ramami Pano was a tzaddik, he was in Makobal, no, nobody will argue in him. Nevertheless, Nasan writes, this is what Nachman is referring to, is this Sefer, this toys that was made. Now, it's important to know that there's a Messiah in Breslau that, the, you know, when a tzaddik makes a mistake, the mistake remains a mistake and the tzaddik remains a tzaddik. That's, that's the Messiah we have in Breslau. That you say when a tzaddik makes mistakes. So the Ramami Pano made a mistake, Ramami Pano still the Ramame Pano. It doesn't mean that he wasn't the Ramame Pano. It doesn't mean it wasn't Ish Kaddish with her. The mistake, the still mistake, the mistake that he made, again, Rav and Nachman held very stark that this mistake was the catalyst, was the reason why people ended up, they said, okay, we don't need a beard. And from there it led to people ending up shaving, not in a way which is mutter, in a way which is totally awesome. So because of this conversation about the Ramami Pano Sefer, they began having this conversation, and then Rabnasan says when he told this to me, it was a Dever Pella. He also I never heard of this. Hashem Hashem should forgive him. Everybody knows. 
there's already a, what's it called? Called Sadiq of Echachme Emes. They already got erased. He says from there you can see a Chedasa Adam Kaiseves. And this area there is no and again, you can have the spars, but the way we pass on Allah is that there is no chilek, anything that's a devashib, anything that's tali in, in, the, in the ground, like Shemitah and those things are tali in the arets, those are tali definitely in the arets. So anything that's a mitzvah shib gufa, not mitzvah tuli in the arets, and not tali, there's no chilek between the arets and the chutz arets. And Mimela, through the chachma and through the seichel that he had, which again, he was, he was mafarit, he was machalik, between the arets and the arets, between the gedusha of chutz arets and the arets and it caused them to end up leading to this mistake. Which Ramnasan felt was the bakar, was the catalyst for all those people ending up shaving. And again, it's an interesting discussion for itself. We, how the Ramnasan said such a thing was it right? But, but this is this is what was the catalyst for this Torah. And again, the story is not just talking about this mistake, but it's talking about in general that when a person lives a life where he goes based on his own seichah, on his own chachma, and he thinks that he has everything figured out without talking to somebody who's a gadol, without figuring out what is what is the Torah, what is the Torah's ratzim for me, what is the Rabbanishim's ratzim for me, so that a person can make terrible, terrible mistakes. And be led very, very far off. And you see this now with you know with, with the things that our people are doing. And again, it's not important to give examples. I think everyone can, can think of examples of their own. Where people do things that are all you know, so to speak, the shemayim. They're doing things in a way that this is Ratzon Hashem. I'm doing this for the Rabban Hashem, and they're so off, so so off. And it's it's like you you can see that what they're doing is mamish, you know, mamish menakatzal akatzal from what Ratzon Hashem is. But they're doing it in a way that it's all Ratzon Hashem, all for a very simple reason. They're not going with they're not going with and They're following their own chachma, their own seichel. They're relying on their own intellect, their own knowledge, as opposed to following what Ratzon Hashem has been laid out for us in Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat. And again, we'll talk about this as we go through Torah, because this is the crucial point of the Torah, at, the, at least the beginning part of the Torah, is that a person has to understand to go in a way of to go in a way which is very simple. That a person will say a that's not proper. That a person will come to be matter he said this was taking place in Germany. People weren't doing it with the scissor. They were doing it in a way which is mamish asr al pi alacha. It's not an old minig in Ashkenaz. A thousand years. This is when they started this terrible minig. Of uh, of of shaving the beards. I'm just I'm just gonna finish off just because Kishmak what he writes here. Kishmati mi Rabbeinu Zal. And Rasan says I heard from the Rebbe. Shegam umis ha'olam loy megalchem zekene be mekedem. Says that even the guy used to have beards in earlier days. Vizes samach ezim ayashanim. He says a new zach that goyim stopped having beards. Shchilu umis ha'olam legeres zekanim. So new zach that goyim stopped having beards. Va'achukach bezman rabba takeim ruiris hagolos as golos went along. The Yitzhar grabbed onto even Yidin. We got caught up in the Goyim. We wanted to look like them. We wanted to dress like them. We wanted to shave our beards like them. We started shaving their beards. One person does that. It's a Pirza. The first person that does it, the whole city's in a shock. And then once the first person does it, it already broke, already broke into the... 
you know, broke the mold of everybody having beards. One guy has it, another guy has it. That the real Ksherim don't do it even in Ashkenaz. It begins with Risham Gedolim. Then it gets to the people that are a little bit more cal. And when you tell these people, he's being over on five laven every day, he's shaving every day with a razor, being over on five laven, they tell you, nah, me, I'm not doing with a razor. I'm doing with a salmon, I'm doing with a cream. It's Mutab says, even though they're right, that Alpi Allah it is mutter to shave when you're not doing with a razor. But he says, obviously, a person shouldn't shave that way, right? There's child in Allah also. This according to Chabad, it's a Maksadik has an interesting chuva who says there might be a shallow even in Allah of shaving. That's a silver shaver, interesting chuva where he says that maybe not even just Alpi Kabbalah, maybe Alpi Allah. The Pasha Zimrasan says, the right Alpi Allah. He says, we all know that they can say whatever they want. We all know that the reality is that they're shaving with they're shaving with a razor. They agree that shaving with the razor is usher. From Germany, it's getting closer and closer to Ukraine. That's this is one example, but this, this point is a point which is crucial for us to understand because it will be the beginning of the Torah that when a person follows his own chachma, his own seichel, he's led into places which are totally, totally off, totally off the beaten track. You know, in, in, in Tanya, the, the Baltani is mechalak. That both the nefesh of Bahamas and the nefesh of Lakis both have seichel and bidis. They both have intellect and they both have emotion. The chilek the Baltani writes between them is that by the place, by the nefesh of Bahamas, the way it begins, it begins by the midis, and very often it goes from the place of the leif, the challah smali shabalev, it goes from there up to the mech, it goes from there up to the brain. By the nefesh of the kiss, the nefesh of the kiss is neshama shabamaychi, it's in the mayach, and it goes from there down to the emotions. Baltani explains that when a person's emotionally caught up in something, what happens is he then is able to for everything that he's doing, and he's able to take all of his chachm and all of his seichel, and he can, he can figure out a way to justify everything that he's doing, which is totally wrong. And his seichel and his chachm will now be there as a backup, not just that, okay, I know I'm doing something wrong. Fakar, his seichel and his chachm are there, and they're mechazek the fact that I'm doing something wrong, but it's not something wrong. Not only is it not something wrong, it's something which is right, and it's al-pi Hashem, and it's Ras Hashem, and it's Hashem Shemayim. It, it causes a person to get totally, totally you know, off track. And therefore, a person has to really be able to stop and to be able to say, is what I'm doing, Ratzon Hashem, is it not Ratzon Hashem, to go with Tamim B'Shem Shittas, not to get so fancy, not to get caught up in Chachmas, not to get caught up in anything which is beyond, just to say, what is Ratzon Hashem, to be able to live in Tamim B'Shem Shittas. Because when a person doesn't, a person says, I figured out a way that I can, you know, circumvent the regular path and I can, you know, do this A, B, and C. And by doing that, I'll be able to get much closer to Hashem. But it's not Ratzon Hashem, then, then that itself doesn't become Ratzon Hashem. The ends do not ju- justify the means. And a person can't say, just because I'm going to get somewhere much better, it doesn't, never, will never ever justify the means. You can get, you can get to a place that you think is much, uh, I know somebody spoke to a tzaddik recently about a certain, you know, a certain Indian that he did that made him much closer to Hashem and made his amuna much darker. He spoke to a certain tzaddik and the tzaddik said, it's not a mahalach. 
She says, what do you mean? But, but I, I got much closer to Hashem. You know, I, got, I, got, I, I have much more shaykhist to Hashem. You know, I have, I'm just like, I have a moon, as he said, Bilam is also a Navi. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the, the, fact, the fact that you, it doesn't mean that it's coming from the place of Kedusha. It doesn't mean it's coming from the place of Kedusha. It's coming from the place of Sitra Achra. And the Sitra Achra also. Nachman writes in Terah Aleph that the, the Yetzirah appears to a person like a white fire originally, the way he appears to a person. He tries to convince him to do things that they're white, which means they don't look like they're bad. He doesn't tell you to do things which are us. He appears to him and says, no. So what's Hashem, that's what he's supposed to do. You become more elevated, more spiritual, more godly. You need to know, I follow Allah. Nothing, nothing, you know, goes out of that halacha. Like again, this example, like this conversation I just had, you know, going to the concert will make me feel spiritual. Listening to this type of music, if it's not a pay halacha, it doesn't make a difference how spiritual it makes you feel. It's usher, and it's not something the ends will never justify the means. And a person has to know, like we're going to see, a person has to go to mimus and pshitas to follow ratzon Hashem, to follow his erbeim, be able to follow a very clear path of Hashem without getting caught up in his own chachma, his own seichel, his own interpretations of things, but to be able to make sure that he's staying on the straight and narrow to make sure that what he's doing is constantly Ratzon Hashem. So let's, uh, let's begin a little bit, a little bit, uh, a little bit Torah Yudbeis. He says like this, we're in Timyana Yudbeis, it's page Yudtasim and Beis, and then the standard print. When a person goes after his Seichel and his Chachma, a person can fool to toys to mistakes, and many mistakes. So a person can fall to mistakes and come, which means not just intellectually that a person will have the wrong ashkafa, but it'll actually lead him lovely day to come to, ter- to do terrible things. The those that were makalka tremendously, those that are him. Not only did they make mistakes, but they made others make mistakes. Other others make others make mistakes as well. Everything was there. Everything that they did was based on their own chacham and their own seichel, and led them to make terrible, terrible mistakes. And the, the Masera is that the Risham Gedolim that he's talking about, like I mentioned, are Shapsay Tzvi and Yaakov Frank, which were the Frankists that were also terrible, terrible, they, they destroyed. Not just themselves, but destroyed a tremendous segment of Kali Yisrael. Had, had them fall into terrible, terrible kfira. And you know, Nachman, Nachman lived not not so long after the uh, after Shabbos Tzvi, not so long after the Frankists, and he was living. There were still people around there that were still converting. I think they said at one point in the 1700s, I think they said 10,000 Yidin. I think that was the number I saw. 10,000 Yidin converted to Christianity, all in the name of the Shem Shemayim. Right? One of the svaris that they had, both Shabbos Tzvi and Frankists pushed us even. Yanka Frank pushed us even further. Nachman has a lashon over here about Shabbat Tzvi. It's the only only time you'll see it in the, I think in the whole sefer he writes Yimachshamam. Shabbat Tzvi, Kach Shabbat Tzvi, Yimachshamam. Writes look at the run. But it's a uh, mamish. These people were mamish. You know, Yidden who were mamish were chaytu machdes rabim in 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 the, the scariest of ways. Talking about took generations for people to recover from. We're still we're still recovering from the effects of Shabbat Tzvi and Frank. And these are terrible, terrible people. But one of one of the svaris that they had was the concept of Yerid L'Tzerich Aliyah, which in Brasov is a big concept, Yerid L'Tzerich Aliyah, and in Gemar Makas, it's a concept, obviously, in going to Golos, but it's a, it's a concept in Avayi Sashem, Yerid L'Tzerich Aliyah. They held, and we'll see, it's very interesting, because it ties a lot into this Torah, and you know, we'll have to see how, how it ties into this Torah. It's mamish, a lot of what this Torah is. Nachman's going to talk in this Torah about the fact that when a person finds himself in a place of Shal a person is able to uncover the Tzitzis of Kedusha that are hidden there, since since you know and a person is able to uncover and, and reveal Kedusha and reveal Torah that was there that hasn't been revealed before he writes a very similar thing in Torah Lama Gimel also 
Rav Nachman says that a person can reveal at certain points when he falls to Shaltachtis, be able to reveal certain levels of Kedusha that were never revealed. A person goes to an Isayan, a person's mom is stuck in a place of the 49th level of Tumah, and he's able to find Hashem in that place. He's able to reveal the Rabbanishim in a place that the Rabbanishim's name was never revealed in that place before. But they held, this Rashab Seisvi and, you know, and this whole Kat, they held Fakar. Not just that when a person falls into a place with the Eved, but there's Lachatchila, there's an Avaidah to go down, and read the Lachatchila, Avaidah to go down to the places of Tumah, to the places of Isser, to the place of Avaidah Zara. We're going to go down, convert, be part of that that world in a way to then be able to elevate these things. Now again, obviously that's a very, very warped idea. They took an idea which is in Yiddishkeit, an idea which has a source, which has a makar, which has some sort of foundation. It's not, and I, they didn't come, you know, mamish from nowhere and you read Chapsay Tzvi, you read, read about what he did. You know, he was a, he was a makobal, he knew a tremendous amount, and, but everything he did was take, he took things and then just took a sharp left turn somewhere over there and then just went off, right? The, the bracha that he made, terrible, terrible. I mentioned this here before, I want one point, the bracha that Chapsay Tzvi made I read this when I was a kid and I was like so shocked by the concept. One of the things he did, he was a there eating pig. It's a chazal, somewhere, you know, the chazal is a medrash, it says when Sheikh comes, even chazal is going to be mutter, which again, an interesting discussion in and of itself is, I mean, lamaisa does not mean lamaisa because zaysa terror would like to have a chlafas. If pig is usher, it's can remain usher again. The discussion, you know, which is an interesting discussion myself, but he held that it was mutter, but he, he ate, he not only did he eat pig, he made that this is part of Avayz Hashem, and he made the brach of Baruch Atah Hashem, Matir Isurim. I switch from Matir Asurim to Matir Isurim. There's a bracha that he made. Matir Isurim. And he made a bracha and he ate it. Fakar with Lashem Yicha with the Gans. Which means he had something and he had a Mamech and he took something and he just went way off, way off. He, was, he, he said there's no, no need to fast anymore in Tishabov and you know, any of the Bain Matsarim because Mashiach has come already because he held it. It was Mashiach. But all the things that he did, a lot, I shouldn't say, a lot of the things that he did had an original source somewhere and then he just took a sharp turn. And, and you see this again with, with people, who are, people who are leading. You know, groups of people which are, you know, far off of the path of proper Torah Ashkafa, a lot of them begin in a place which began with something which made sense, began with something which worked, but then they, they followed their Seichel and Chachma too far that they ended up, like you're saying, that they ended up Shittu Esa'ilam. They ended up making, making large groups of people end up making terrible mistakes. You talk about Jewish cults, you talk about, you know, these types of things. A lot of them have some sort of Shemitz of Emes there. Right, like Chazal say, you can't, Sheker can't stand by itself. Sheker in the Reglayim. Sheker needs some Emes. Every Chaloim needs a little bit of Emes. Every Chaloim needs a little bit of, you know, every Sheker needs a little bit of Emes. It needs something there that began with a, you know, a kernel of truth and then it got blown totally out of proportion where they just made a sharp left turn. This is, this is what happens when a person follows his own intellect. A person follows his own seichel, his own chachma, as opposed to checking themselves constantly. But a person needs to have rabbeim, a person needs to have chaveirim, a person needs to make sure that they're constantly checking themselves. Is what I'm doing taka ratzon Hashem? Or is what I'm doing my own ratzon and I've convinced myself that that's ratzon Hashem? This is what he's talking about. A person goes after seichel v'chachmasay. His own seichel, his own chachma, a person can be led very, very far off the path. A person has to make sure that, okay, I know that, you know, in general what I'm doing is okay, but am I, am I ensuring that this is taka, Ratzon Hashem? Am I taka involved in Ratzon Hashem? It's, it's, a, it's a difficult thing. There's a lot of birum. It's, it's called, the, you know, but it's from Avoid this Birum, where I'm constantly sifting, constantly again and again and again, sifting through what am I doing? It, again, you know, Berkowitz one time said, I remember he said in Kail one time, he said, you can find the Maimar Chazal which will back up anything in the world. You'll find the Sam Medrash, Sam Maimar Chazal which will back up any movement that you want to start, anything. All right, so you'll have, you know, the Fry, the liberals, they, they, they all have, like, you know, they, they come, these people that are protesting, you know, the pro-the-Palestinians, they, they don't come stam, they come with Fakir, they come with Psukim, come with Mamari Chazal, they come with, you know, again, they, they utilize Torah in a way which is warped, in a way which is terrible. I, I've read, I've read not a lot of them, but I've read some of the chuvas written by you know the people in Chovei uh, it's called the Shiva Chovei Torah. 
right? The, you know, the, the open orthodoxy. They have tshuvas, right? They have reform also. You can, you can look at this online. Reform it doesn't stop, not matter something. When a form is matter something, they have a bezdin come together. This, I, don't know, I don't know exactly how it works with a bezdin. I don't know if it's a bezdin of 72. I don't know exactly what the numbers are. They have a bezdin. They, have a, they convene. They have this whole thing. They read a tshuva. Tshuva could be 40, 50 pages long. And there's Bakaris and there's tshuvas, and there's rajbas, and there's gemaris, and there's tzitzeliyazis. They have all the tshuvas there, but they, they, it's not checked, which means it's all just taking like sharp turns at, at certain points. And the conclusion that they come out with based on Torah is warped. And it's leading people to do terrible, terrible things. And this, it's all Amana Emes. It's all Aman Shemai. It's all for the Rabbanishlam. It's all Hashem Shemaim. And it's not because there's no, there's no checks and balances. There's no way that they're ever checking themselves to make sure. Is what I'm saying really Emes? Is what I'm saying an Emes that's convenient for myself? That's what I'm not going to say. When a person goes after Sikhla Vechach Masai, he can be led to terrible, terrible mistakes. All, again, this is the scary part of it. It's all Aman Shemai. It's all for Hashem's sake. It's not, not for me. I'm doing this for the Rabbanishlam. When their form, when their form started, that they never, they never claimed that they were going anti the Rabbanishon. And even now, they won't tell. What it, they started for Karat because we need to reform. Because Yiddishkeit is not going to be able to last in the 21st century. So we have to be able to create a new version of Yiddishkeit, which is going to be better. And open Orthodox will tell you the same thing. And conservative says the same thing. And every movement that started, which is, a, which is you know, which is off the path of proper Yiddishkeit, will tell you the same thing. They didn't start as a way anti Fakarat. They started with Taira with MS, with the Rabbani Shalala, but it's all in a way which is halach achar You can have all the svaris, you can have all the chubas, you can have all the reasoning in the world. If it's not following MS, if it's not MS, mitchilava atzoif, sfas MS ma'ad, that it goes forever, then it's all sheker. Then it doesn't have any reglayim, and sheker in the reglayim. And that's what Nachman says. If a person's, not, if a person's following he could be led to make mistakes himself, and he could be led to create a movement where have people, again, you can talk about, in a great tour a lot of these movements where there's some there's some emes to it, which means there's something truth that they're coming from, coming from you know from a Yoyal, and they're coming from the concept that they're coming from truth, but then it just there's, there's no checks and balances, it just gets led very very far off the path. So our this moves, is new moons that happen because of the art truth. Yeah, if it's not going after sickle of a if it's done in a way which is proper, it's hundred percent. You could have you could have things which are which are. Uh, As well, you see, Bishop said, I heard I heard that he busted him when he gave away all his money. I don't know if that was true. When he converted to Islam, that was when that was when everybody realized he, he publicly. They said, they said he gave all his money, and they said that you know you can't be poor because you know the shit is here. He gave it away. Right. I don't know. If he like screwed himself, like. I, mean, I heard it was when he converted to Islam. That that that's when like he made a he made a public. But he even when he converted to Islam, I'm saying to read the history. He 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 claimed to all of his followers, and he still people following him. He, didn't, he said I'm not doing anything wrong. It's just part of part of Mashiach needs to go through, and he had to him. He had Mamar Chazal. He had everything figured out. You know what I mean? This is. Is the people that are warped are, are, are warped and will be able to give you reasoning and logic and explanation for everything that they're doing. And that's the scary part. That's why a person has to be so careful to go with Tmimah Samshitas. Tmimah means, I don't know, what you're saying sounds very nice and it sounds very beautiful. It sounds very fancy and it sounds very, it sounds very cool and it sounds, but if it's not MS, if it's not Alpitaira, if it's not 100%, if it's not checked, you know, by, by people that I, I trust and I rely on and I know that they're real MSTIC people, it, it can sound very good and nice, but it's not, it's not my Mahalach. Now I don't know. I may not be able to pinpoint what's wrong with it, but if it's not, if it's not, if it doesn't fit with, you know, things that I know are one hundred percent true, if it doesn't fit with Tmimus Shemshitas. That's right. That's right away going to be a mistake. That's well, what I'm not. That's what it is. They still gave away all his money. We looked in the lacha. You can't give away all your money for tzedakah, and they saw from there. I don't know, like whoever was yeah, right. As it is, they we're not following halacha in a simple way. Yeah. As doing the tilsidayim. Also, there's different stories about you know they watch the way you wash the wash the negavaser. Again, all these things. If a person's not following halacha from aleph to tough. You can have all the things that make you feel spiritual. If you're not following halacha, strictly halacha, again, you can say that something, I'm not holding by something. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm still working on something. 
I haven't figured out everything, but when a person uses sikhle v'chachmasay to then justify the things that they're doing wrong, that's, that's the real fear, and that's what Nachman's talking about, that you can have rishom, rishom g'daylem, rishom g'daylem ma'id, it's a pretty, not just a rasha, a rasha g'adol ma'id, it's a pretty high level rasha, which are for some, right, so the rasha g'adol ma'id, and you also a, a, a public, famous rasha g'adol ma'id, they're kilkulo harbe, that they made, they made people make mistakes, but kol, all of it came, because they followed chachmasam v'sichlam, they followed their own Seichel and Chachma. The Ikra Yahadas. Zaktim Nachman, the Ikra of Yahadas, the Ikra of Yiddishkeit, Hirak, Lelech, Betmimus, Ubepshitas. The Ikra of Yiddishkeit is to go with Tmimus and Pshitas. Belishim Chachmas. Without any Chachma. Ulistaka Bacholdavar Shaisa, Shi Yasham Hashem is Barach. To be able to figure out that everything I'm doing is done for the Rabbanish Shalalam. Ulublilashkech Klal al Kvait Atzmai. Not to look at my own Kavid. Rakim Yesh Bezek Kvait Hashem is Barach Yasa, the Imlav, Lav. That if this is going to bring greater griba kveit shemaim, I'm going to do it. And if it's not going to bring griba kveit shemaim, I'm not going to do it. Zehu adkan. There's nothing else. Va'az bevaday leyichshal la'olam. Then bevaday, a person is not going to fall forever. So again, he says that a person has to be careful to go with tmimus and pshitas. To go in a way which is to go go in a way which is simple. Rambam has a lashon at the beginning of the beginning of Lakut Halachas. Rambam writes that this this eitzah which. It's an eitzah to go with tmimus and pshitas, and it sounds like a very simple eitzah. Rav Nassim writes that this eitzah of going with tmimus and pshitas, he writes, is, a, is an eitzah which is amok ma'id ma'id. It's a very, very deep idea, right? We think that tmimus and pshitas means to be silly and to be, you know, foolish, and chachma means to be smart. That's not what it means. Chachma doesn't, you know, chachma over here doesn't mean not to be smart. Nachman's not telling you to, you know, shut off your brain and stop thinking. You know, you can't learn the kuitim without putting a tremendous amount of thought into it, a tremendous amount of knowledge. It's not, a, it's not a safe way you can just read through like a, you know, like a storybook. It's something which takes a tremendous amount of work. But it's th- this Eitzah of what it means to be able to go with Tamimus and Pshitas, to follow Ratzon Hashem, to be able to follow the way the Rabban Hashem wants, is an Eitzah which he says, I don't know exactly where he says it, but he says it's the Eitzah which is Amok Ma'id Ma'id. Zashin is, uh, he says over here, V'chein B'Shari Eitzis V'drachim Nefalim. V'drachim this Eitzah that he gives over here to go with Tmimus and Pshitas is Amuka Ma'id. It's a very, very deep Eitzah. To be able to go with Tmimus and Pshitas is very deep. It's not something which is easy to do. To be able to live a life with Tmimus and Pshitas. To be able to live a life like we said, he speaks about this very, very long and he brings a few places where he talks about it. But he has to, you have to really flesh this out. What does it mean to go with Tamim Shitas and what does it mean to be able to be to go with Chach, to go with Chachma? Now we know the Nachman story of the Chachma and the Tam, which we've learned here in the Bismarck before, you know, parts of the parts of the story of Nachman's story with the Chachma and the Tam is is the key to this Torah. When a person understands that the Chacham wasn't just a chacham. It wasn't just that he was smarter than the Tam. It was the way he lived his life. He was rethinking everything. He was constantly doubting everything. He was constantly too smart to be able to have a conversation with anybody. That's chachma, which, which you know, destroys a person as opposed to helping a person. The Tam was somebody who was Ayyad Hashem and with Tamim Shitas doing what he needed to be doing constantly without second guessing everything, without doubting everything, doing it in a way which is totally MS. I mean, a person has to ask himself the question constantly. This is, Rabbi Nachman says, is the easiest question to ask yourself before you do something. Rak, is what I'm doing going to bring Kvayt Shemayim? Do it. And if it's not going to bring Kvayt Shemayim, don't do it. That's the only litmus test a person needs. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing, nothing less. Ask yourself a very, very simple question. Is what I'm doing bringing Kvayt Shemayim or not bringing Kvayt Shemayim? If it is, great, then I do it. And if it's not, then I don't do it. 
If that's the question, if that's the litmus test, to what am I doing? The I'm never going to make any mistakes. And again, even if I make mistakes, but there, it's beyond it's beyond my responsibility because I asked myself the question. I thought honestly that this is mamish, you know, what Ratzon Shem is. I asked the people around me, I asked my rabbeim, I, I was mavar as much as I could that this is the proper thing to do. And then a person's not going to have any, not, not going to be kashal. Fine. That's all a to really what he's about to get to now. And that's all important. And maybe we'll talk about a drop more next time exactly what this in is. But let's, let's see a drop right there for now. Even when a person does fall as fakus, which means a person does have takas fakus. A person has doubts that a person is not living with tamibus and shitas in which he just says, A person has fakus. A person has doubts. And a person has a real not just, I'm not sure about a specific Indian, but I'm not sure if there's a Rabbanisham in the world. I don't know if Torah is real. I don't know if there's any point in all the mitzvahs I'm doing. I don't know if there's going to be a Mashiach. I don't know if there's Elam Haba. I don't know if the Rabbanisham really cares about me. I don't know if there's a Rabbanisham running the world. A person falls to Mamash to Sveikis Mahar A person falls after, and is Mahar after Hashem is Barach. Here's the concept that we spoke about before in a way of Kedusha, that the Nefila and the Yerida become the Tachlas Aliyah, that as opposed to those Sveikas being the things that are now going to pull me away from the Rabbanisham, if I know how to utilize that opportunity properly, which I'll explain to us how to do it, that, that Avaida will become, the Tachlas Aliyah will become that which becomes the greatest reason for me to be able, me to, be able to grow. Nachman Zlashen early in the Kutimran, Nachman Zlashen is Kiasrachkos, Tachlas Eskarvos, that is Srachkos, they're being pushed away. A rechuk that a yid feels, which is what sveikas are. Suffolk means that I have a doubt. I don't know if there are a bunch of here. I don't know if I. I don't know if I matter. I don't know if Torah mitzvahs are important at, at, important at, at all anymore. That rechuk that a yid feels could become the tachlis of all iskarvas. When a yid feels rachuk, a yid feels hester upon him. A yid feels that he has sveikas. A yid feels that he has doubts, and he's able to figure out how to utilize that opportunity of chayshech of hester upon him of sveikas and utilize the serve Hashem. It becomes not only something which is not pulling you away, but it becomes that which is. Get that which is the greatest reason for you to become closer. How? Kidan. Again, we'll go we'll go through it, you know, piece by piece, maybe a little bit more well, next week. But let's, let's let's try to get a little bit further. He says, Kida, a person needs to know. The shirish of all creation is covered. What does that mean, covered? That the shirish of everything is 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 honor. Everything the Rabbanishim created, he only created for his own covet. Like the like Hazal say, Everything that I created, the Rabbanisham created for his name, and for his covet, which means that the Rabbanisham's name should be known. Baruch Shem Kivoyed, Lachus Eloilam Vod. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad is what the Zerah Kaddish calls Yehudi Ilah. That's something which is elevated above the creation of this world. That is Yehudi Tata. The way they were able to be Megalah, the Rabbanisham within creation, which is the passing of Baruch Shem Kivoyed, Lachus Eloilam Vod. We mentioned before that Baruch is a Lashon of Amshacha, like a Brecha. It's that which draws down Shem is the way is the name of the Rabbanisham, the way the Rabbanisham is found in this world, the way the Rabbanisham interacts with the world, those are the names of Hashem, is the way we, you know, we so to speak relate to the Rabbanisham, those are the shames, the way he relates to us, the way we we have the ability to be able to connect to the Kim, call, you know, the various names of Hashem. That's Baruch Shem Kavoid, is like we're saying, the purpose is covered. Machusa is the Malchus of Hashem. In this world, that's the purpose of creation. So which means is Yehudi Ilad is attaching attaching oneself to the Rabbanisham above and beyond creation. That's Shema Yisrael Hashem Akar Hashem Echad. That's Achta Sabayri, above and beyond. And then there's the way the Rabbanisham, the things that the Rabbanisham created, that all of creation is there as a re, as an opportunity 
for you to be able to get close to the Rabbanu Shem. Baruch Shem Kavad Machusai, everything I go through, everything I, everything I experience, every opportunity in my life, everything that I see, every conversation that I have, every time I go anywhere is all an opportunity for me to be able to connect to the Rabbanu Shem. I'm a male of the, the, the source of everything. If you want to know what the purpose of creation is, Kavad of Hashem. And that's why he said, Rakim Yesh is a Kavad Hashem, I'll do it. And if it doesn't have Kavad Hashem, I won't do it. Because I want to be able to make sure that I'm fulfilling the purpose of creation, which is to be Marbuk Fait Shemayim. The whole purpose of creation is to be Megalak Fait Shemayim down here in this world. I want to make sure that the things that I'm doing are Marbuk Fait Shemayim and the source of everything in this world is the Kavad of the Rabbanu Shalom. Now that we know that everything was created for the covenant of the Rabbani Shalom, if that is the reason for everything, if the, if the reason for everything is safe, Maisa, what was the reason for all of creation? Was the covenant of the Rabbani Shalom? Was to be Megala covenant of the Rabbani Shalom down here, to create like the Baltani brings down from the Medrash, to create a deer, to create a, 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 a place for the Rabbani Shalom's name to be recognized and revealed down here in the world, the covet of Hashem to be revealed. Covet is always something which is to outside, right? You don't have covet just if you're on an island by yourself. There's no concept of covet. Covet is that when there's other people around, the Rabbi Hashem created the whole world all in order to be Megala, Baruch Shem Kvoid, Machusila Oilamvad, to be Megala the covet in this place in Oilam Hazah. And Mamela, if that's the Shirish of the Bria, and that's the reason for the Bria, and obviously, safe Maisa Machshavat Chila, obviously, that's going to be behind all of creation is an opportunity to be able to reveal the covenant of the Rabbani Shalom. If you want to get the source, if you want to figure out what, what's behind all of creation, the covenant of the Rabbani Shalom. Everything in creation is an opportunity to be revealed to the You have Maisa, you have Teva. Teva is an opportunity to reveal the Rabbanu Shem. I can look at a tree, look at a bird, I can look at animals, I can look at food. All of that are opportunity to be Megala, the covet of Hashem. Then I take a piece of food and I eat the piece of food. Now I can make a bracha. That bracha is now an opportunity to now just not look at the cow and say it's the it's nefla sabari. To take the cow and to elevate the cow, to take the nitzitz, the kedusha inside of the cow, to make a bracha on it, and to be able to say shahakol niya b'dvare, to make the shahakol on it, to be able to elevate it from being from being something which is a behema to being able to elevate it. Nasan writes in the Kutei Allah I'm going to be learning this now in Hilcha Shchita that the whole goal of all you shecht an animal is to elevate something from being on the place of, of, of Bahami, something from being animalistic to being elevated, to, being, be, to be able to be consumed by a human. So an animal eats grass, an animal is elevating the grass to become to the level of Bahama. It goes from a tzemech to a chai, and then a chai, and then a madaber takes it and moves it up from a chai to a madaber. Everything's being elevated, and the grass is, you know, on a daimim, it's on the ground. Everything's being elevated, you know, levels on top of levels. But Everything in creation is an opportunity to reveal the Rabbanu Shem in different ways. So Shabbos is one way of revealing the Rabbanu Shem. Yantav is another way. Chanukah is another way. Eating food is another way. Seeing the place of is another way. Having conversations, schmoozing with my friends. All of this is there for one purpose. If I'm able to uncover the tachlis of creation, which is the cover of the Rabbanu Shalom, I'm able to realize that everything is there in order to, in order to recognize the Rabbanu Shalom. That's why the Rabbanu Shalom created the world with the Sarma Maris. The Rabbanu Shalom could have created with one Maimer. The Rabbanishim created it for Scharva Einish. The Sherish of all of creation is to reveal the covenant of Hashem. There's 10, ten different ways, 10 klalim. Those klalim, like the Svasamis writes, the 10 mamarim. The Rabbanishim created and the becoming the Asaris Adibris, right? Through the concept of the Eser Makis. They're able, they're able to move from Asar Mamaris, which is just Teva, to being connected to the Asaris Adibris, which is the revelation of the covenant of Hashem down here in this world. That's what. 
the Russian reveals himself in this world. That began with began with Asar Mamaris at the beginning of creation, and then moved to the place where it was then moved to the place of Asar Asar Asar's Dibris, which where the Rabbanishim is able to reveal himself through all of creation. But this is the Iker. Again, this is the Sherish of all of creation is the covet. And our goal is that in everything in the world we're there to help uncover the covet of the Rabbanishim. Which will continue next time where he gets to Okay, if that's if that's all of creation, now how do we deal with the bad parts of creation? Right? So obviously we understand the shul, obviously we understand kosher food, all of that is for the cover of the Rabbanisham. But he's not saying just one part of creation. All of creation was created. Kolmashabar of the Rabbanisham was created for covet. How are we able to uncover? And that will be obviously the secret to when we fall to the Yurida and Fila to be able to uncover the covet that's there also, because there has to be covet there because it's part of creation. The goal will be to figure out how to uncover the covet hidden within even the Makaimis Mutanafis, even in those places which are not intrinsically holy, to be able to uncover the covet over there. And that way to be able to be Marba Kwait even in the place which is tummy. Okay, well Mitchum will be Mam Shek next Monday night.